Welcome to Wellness for Real People, Season 2. Wherever you're at right now in this moment, I want you to fast forward in your mind. I want you to think many, many years in the future when you're 88 years old. And I want you to visualize yourself and what what do you feel like at age 88? Are you active? Are you alert? Are you healthy? These are some really important things to consider uh, as we discuss something really, really simple today, but I think really, really profound that can have lasting impact on, on our health and well-being in our life. So we're going to talk about something as basic as walking today. We've got some walking advice from a master walker. I didn't know that was an actual thing, but apparently <laughs> it really is. And this is really, really impressive. Uh, I'm, I'm reading an article from um, Harvard Health Publishing. Uh, this gentleman, uh, Dr. Alan Poisner, who is 88 years old, um, he's actually a latecomer to the world of competitive walking. You know, he took up race walking at age 50. And over the past 38 years, uh, the article says he's become one of the country's most decorated master level walkers. So he's won five gold medals. He's represented the United States in international competitions, you know, com competed in 14 national senior games and holds several records. Now, if that wasn't enough, he's also a medical researcher and he's done, you know, extensive research exploring the, the, the physiology of walking, especially among older adults. And I thought, you know, this article is really, really interesting because, um, you know, I thought if this if this gentleman can do this at age 88, can be up and alert and active um, at 88, what excuse do we have, right? I know life gets busy, it gets crazy. There's a million other things we may want to do, but I think it's really, really important that, you know, we set that foundation of health for ourselves in terms of, you know, moving our bodies consistently. And then of course, eating mind, you know, mindfully, um, as well. So fueling our bodies. But uh, this one, we're going to talk specifically around exercise. And we're not going to talk about any crazy workouts, you know, no, no 90 day plan, no kid, you know, you know, you know, lose 50 pounds quick type of thing. I'm talking about something so simple, we often forget it. It's just walking. So Aaron, kind of what, what are your thoughts, initial thoughts on this article? I had a couple, man. I think the biggest one was just around like this factor of like sustainability and like over time of just how healthy you are if you just put these daily practices in the habit versus when you try these little splash moments. And I know I'm going a little off script on this one, but a couple of things I saw. Uh, number one, he started at 50. He's now 88 over 38 years. Like I'm not like even 38 yet. This guy really just, you know, kind of made it happen. He turned into a lifestyle just by walking. He's probably you know, from what I can see in the image, he's one of the healthiest guys I've seen. Uh, and and overall, I think one of the biggest things is it's easier to do than like, like you said, a lot of these fitness programs is more sustainable than like these diet pills or, you know, fad trends or whatever's coming your way. And it, it's something that, you know, we can sustain over a long period of time. I think about like my grandmother, who is like all about like getting outdoors, walking, running, et cetera. Yeah, I lived to a much longer age than my grandfather, who was stationary, smoked cigarettes, and just kind of stayed inside. You know, it, it it just tracks. Like she wasn't a fitness like expert or an athlete or anything like that. Just want to get outside and walk a little bit, you know. And she lived into her late eighties, and so it's one of those things, man, where it's like it doesn't take much to be healthy and, and live a long life as long as you're consistent. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think we often overcomplicate it. You know, we're looking for the the latest and greatest thing, but like you said, it really doesn't, doesn't take much, to, you know, 20, 30 minutes a day to make a tremendous impact, you know, on, on our health and well-being. Uh, so the doctor, you know, has a few tips that I, I want to share uh, specifically around a walking, building a walking practice um, that I think that I think can, can be helpful. So the first thing he recommends is, you know, choose a time, like put it in your calendar. It's easy to say I'll get around to it eventually, but you know, we get busy, and and it's it's one of those easy things to to forget to do um, or try to get around to it later. But um, when you put it in your calendar, like it is like it is an event, because it is a very important meeting and an event with yourself, right? You're more much more likely uh, to to stick with it. So he says, you know, it's best to set aside a specific time or day of week, um, and and just walk for fun or for fitness, and find kind of your rhythm, what works for you. You know, sometimes some people like walking in the mornings, or, or he prefers w w walking in the afternoons, right after he's got got busy in his day his body's you know woken up a little bit right um maybe it works better for you to walk you know at night after you know after work and just kind of decompress and you know you know after family time whatever whatever works best for your biorhythm you know um just work on trying to uh, um put it in your calendar uh so that it you know it becomes a routine yeah and i like the next one too i think is really big is just kind of like around varying your settings i think um you know he says like for, for pleasure walks, he likes to enjoy non-urban trail-like settings in new areas, uh, but for structured workouts, it's like a treadmill or indoor track or something to measure the pace. So I think it's a kind of cool to just like keep things exciting, keep things interesting so you're not bored. Because I know about you, but I, I don't know, like walking on a treadmill all the time, just looking at like a, a wall is not that exciting. I don't know. <laughs> hey, everyone, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Have you ever had one of those days where your stomach just refuses to cooperate? You know the kind of day where it's hard to concentrate on anything because your tummy is tumbling? Well, we've got just the thing to help you get back to feeling your best. Introducing Candu Wellness Digestion Tea. So what makes this tea so special? Let's take a closer look. First, we've got Ginger, the digestive dynamo. Ginger helps speed up the digestion process so you can empty your stomach more quickly. Plus, it's loaded with antioxidants and anti-inflammatory properties to keep your tummy feeling tip-top. Then there's rooibos. Rooibos has been cherished for centuries for its natural healing benefits. It's known to have a soothing effect thanks to its rich antioxidants and anti-inflammatory properties. And don't forget about peppermint, that cool and comforting companion. Traditionally, peppermint has been used to cool the body, support digestion, and soothe an upset stomach. But what about taste, you ask? With soothing minty notes from peppermint and spearmint, a delicate spice from ginger, and a finish of apple, your taste buds are in for a treat. So whether you want a happy stomach, fewer digestion problems, relief from constipation, or you're just tired of feeling bloated and sluggish after a big meal, Candu Wellness Digestion Tea has your back. Our tea comforts your upset tummy, supports healthy digestion, so you can get back to living your best life. Cheers to a happy and healthy tummy. Get your Candu Wellness Digestion Tea today from our website at www.kandutea.com. That's K-H-A-N-D-U-T-E-A.com. Now back to the show. Yeah, yeah, it kind of goes with the next tip, really shaking it up, right? Like, yeah, just varying it a little bit um, in terms of the location and then the actual exercise itself. You know, for me, 
you know, uh, like during this time of year, I tend to work out. Oh, I, 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 I tend to work out in the mornings, first thing in the morning. And, you know, during November, December, January, February here in Colorado, it's it's cold. Like, I'm not going to be I'm telling you right now, I'm not going to be out here, you know, at 12 degrees, you know, going for a walk at six o'clock in, in, in the morning when it's dark out. It's just not I'm I'm not that dude. OK, yeah. maybe some people are like that, but that's not me. Right. So for, for me, what works at this time of year is I, I go to the gym and I do get on the treadmill. Right. And I'm walking. And by the time I get going and done with my exercise for the morning, right, the sun's come up and I'm feeling good and I've gotten, you know, I've gotten gotten a good workout in. But when the summer comes, oh, I love to be outside. Right. Then I love to get up early and get out there right before it gets too hot, you know. Um, and so, yeah, I love that idea of just kind of shaking things up and and, 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 and keeping things interesting, you know, Um he talks about varying the pace with which you walk, right? So you can kind of start slow and gradually build up like a ladder, uh, your your intensity, and then kind of work your way back down, right? Or you can do interval uh, type of training with just the speed at which you're walking. So there's ways to kind of mix it up and make it a little more interesting than just, like you said, just just stepping in front of a wall. But uh, but uh, but any walking is, a, is at least a, a good start. It's be better than nothing. It's better than nothing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think this other one kind of leans into it, too, just in terms of like having like a goal or a destination or something to kind of make it fun and challenging is just signing up for a race. I remember back to like, you know, like years ago when we would do 5Ks and 10Ks and whatnot, that that would excite me and like kind of keep me motivated to stay on track because like, oh, man, I don't want to be like behind the pack or behind the guys like at the end of the line, you know, so I think like signing up for the race kind of gave you a destination and they kept you motivated along the way to stay in shape for that race. And so I think it's, you know, you don't have to do a race, but it's just one of those things where it just has like a destination, a goal, uh, some kind of thing in mind that you're working towards. And I think it helps to keep you on track. Yeah, yeah. Um one thing on, on on that, you know, you just brought it up. It's a, it's a great point, and I want to I want to throw this out there to you, you know, as a challenge. I say let's let's do it. Like let's actually sign up for for a race, a run race. All run right. Walk. I'm not saying we need to run the race. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Walk. But we just like we sign up for whatever it is, five k walk, run, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, we do the walking portion just just to walk the talk, you know, and just to do it. Like you said, it gives you a reason, something to look forward to. Get outside when you probably right. maybe wouldn't have, right? And just you know, be be amongst other people, support a good cause. Um, I, I, yeah, I, if you're up to it, I, I, I'll I, I'll Man. do it with you, and we you know we'll 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 do it and document it and talk about it later on another episode of the of the of of the show. But um, I yeah, love I'm that kit. Uh, yeah, I, I'm in all 100%. <laughs> Let's do it. I know they got the turkey trot coming up. You know, we can do hey, like, I'll leave whatever, whatever it is. I y'all can yeah, so like yeah. every month. There's a race, that, you know, yeah, for sure. so <laughs> yeah. One thing about Colorado, there's always a race going on. Always, for sure. <laughs> you know, I think the last big tip, I, I two last two tips. Number one is join a group. I thought that was really yes. cool. So like, you know, making it social, right? So that you're not standing in front of a wall by yourself, but if you can maybe have a walking club or a group that you can exercise with. I know you talk about, you know, you do some, uh, you know, Peloton uh, yeah. with, with with a group of, you know, friends and colleagues. Um, and that kind of keeps you excited and engaged and motivated. Um, so I love that idea of making it a social, making it a social thing of, you know, being social and being active together, right? Um, I think it's really, really powerful. And then the last thing I thought was really great was, you know, he said, just um, have fun, 
right? Yeah. So he said, I always tell you walkers, there are two rules. Don't hurt yourself, number one. And then number two, have fun. And if you can follow those rules, you'll enjoy this activity for many, many years to come. So I thought that was really, uh, a really great tip. It's, it's just, you know, you know, if we can if we can move our body a little bit every single day and have a little fun while we're doing it, you know, it just makes life that much sweeter. Yeah, man. Nah, it, it, that's it. That's all we're trying to do. So something simple, something easy, but we'll have fun. And then, yeah, we will be back uh, next time to let you guys know what race we're doing. But we're going to do that. I committed. <laughs> all, right. all right. So hopefully you got some great, uh, great, great motivation, inspiration, uh, advice, some tips. Uh, from a master walker in this episode. Uh, we'll link to the article from Harvard Health uh, in the show notes. And uh, this concludes this episode, but we'll be back with many more uh, episodes to help you with diet, exercise, mindfulness, uh, you know, and sleep and healthy relationships, right? Just ho hopefully help you live uh, healthier, feel better and live longer. Um, that's what we want to do with this show. And, and we're going to go on that journey with you as we learn and, and try to make these positive changes in our lives. So I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode of Wellness for Real People. We'll be back very soon. And until then, take care. Bye-bye. Thanks, everybody.